Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Guys, it's October. It is National Bullying Prevention Awareness Month. This is my month. I am so passionate about bullying and about teaching kids to be kind and resilient, and there's so many different things I'd want to talk about for the podcast for this month. Um, But I think what I really want to talk about is adults, how adults can be bullies and how adults need to be better. And also, I want to talk about a Disney movie I saw recently that really cut me to my core. Um, All those things and more. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. So before we dive in, I just want to check in on everybody. It's been a whole month. How's everyone doing? I hope you guys are doing fantastic. We're doing pretty good. Um, the school year is going, it definitely has a set of challenges, but I'm so happy the kids are in school. Um, I've had to deal with some pretty interesting cases at the high school that I work at. Almost every single case of cyberbullying that I've had to be involved with has included social media in some way, shape or form, especially Snapchat, especially Snapchat. There's a lot of cyberbullying going on. Um, face to face bullying, actually like in-person bullying like the violence, the physical aggression and stuff like that, it's actually gone down. But cyberbullying, on the other hand, well, we got some work to do, but that's okay. Um, anyway, let's get into today's episode, Bullying Awareness Month. Um, I, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about adults bullying, and I want to talk about a Disney movie. A- and I shall explain, it's going to make sense. Um, but first, let's let's talk about adults. Adults... Um, we talk we talk a lot about bullying with kids, right? How kids need to be nicer to each other, how we need to teach them to be resilient, how we need to teach them to be kind. Um, but we don't talk enough about bullying that happens amongst adults, like how we treat each other. And because our kids are watching. Our kids mirror our behavior, for better or worse. Um, whether or not you think your kid is watching, whether or not you think your kid cares, they are mirroring your behavior. And so if your behavior is unkind, then they're going to be unkind. Um, People, I mean, people are just putting themselves down just so they can further themselves. So uh, our community that we live in, for example, we have a a 411 page um, on Facebook. It's just a local 411 page, you know, the whatever news is going on, whatever recent events, um, people used to communicate like, Hey, what happened in, in, there's a crash. What happened on main street? Or I heard a loud noise or stuff like that, but it quickly can spiral into backbiting, hateful comments. Um, case in point, a few years ago, I was selling pest control and there's someone that put on that local 411 that said something dishonest about me. And in turn, that person called the city hall and said, hey, this uh, this Nathan Webb guy is trying to force me to sign a contract that I don't want to sign, and which is totally false. Anyway, and so the, that, that spread of misinformation, lying about other people, cyberbullying, uh, just is commonplace over there. 
And kids are watching us, guys. Like, can you do you realize that kids are watching you? Your behavior is the model for what their behavior is. Um, and and just think, what kind of message is it sending to your kids? What kind of message is it sending to your kids when you're willing to be unkind to someone else? A, a big cardinal mistake I think that 99% of adults make is that we are very willing to lose lose control, totally yell um, at other adults, at refs, at you know <laughs> at sporting events, at school, whatever it may be. We're totally willing to lose our cool. And when it comes time to apologizing to other adults, we always do it in private. And so what our kids see is it's okay to yell at someone in public, but they don't see the apology. And so first off, mom and dad, if you're ever willing to rip someone a new one in public, you better be willing to apologize to them in public as well. So kids can see that. Here's the dealio. If you don't intentionally teach your kids how to be kind, you are going to unintentionally teach them how to be unkind. And the world is going to teach them how to hate. Like, how do you talk about those who you disagree with in front of your kids? We all talk about the people who we disagree with at work, right? At home, our kids hear, oh man, so-and-so did something that really bothered me today. Ugh. And do we call that person names when we're in front of our kids? How do we talk about that person in front of our kids? What kind of message are we sending to our kids on how to discuss and how to talk about someone who that we disagree with? And then how do we talk about people that we disagree with in general? Like, is it hurtful? Is it respectful? Because your, your kids are going to mirror you. Uh, case in point, a lot of people here are religious, right? A lot of religious people. A lot of people who don't necessarily support gay marriage. Now, how do you talk about gay marriage in front of your kids? How do you talk about homosexuality and stuff like that? Is, do you talk about it in such a way, in such a negative connotation, that your kids turn around and bully people who might be uh, homosexual in their school? Do they turn around and say unkind things to the gay kids in their class because of the way you talk about gay people at home? And I'm just using that as an example. It could be anything. It could be you, 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 you really want better gun control and you talk a lot about how you don't, you want better gun laws. And it's mostly political. Let's be honest here. It's mostly political when we get into adults bullying adults. Um, but let's say you want better gun laws and your kids hear you talking about people who own guns in such a negative way that they turn around. And if they see someone who's wearing a shirt saying they support the second amendment, they, they bully them to pieces because they hear the way you talk about things. Our kids have their own opinions too, don't get me wrong. But the way we talk about those who we disagree with matters. You can disagree with someone and still be kind. You can disagree with someone and still be a decent human being. You don't have to talk down on someone just because you disagree with someone. You can disagree with gay marriage and still be a nice person. It doesn't mean you have to put that person down though. Okay, that's what I mean. You can disagree with a lot of policies. We can disagree with a lot of laws. You can disagree with so many people without being a jerk to them. And that's the biggest thing. Here, here's the dealio, guys. The two biggest influences on your kid is going to be their parents and their friends. Now, you you really can't control what their, their friends do and say when, when they are with them. When they are with them, they're with them. But you can very much control 
you know, you have a decade or so before friends are a bigger influence than the family. Because let's be honest, once they get into those heavy teenage years where they have a large social group, yeah, friends are definitely the driving influence. But you have a good decade where they're at home most of the time and you are the driving influence in the home. And so you get to control the way that you act around your kids. And that is so, it's, it's very under talked about because we talk about how we need to teach our kids to be kind and empathetic, but we don't talk enough about how we need to be the example of what they should be acting like. No, we're not going to be perfect. Don't expect to be perfect, but please try for heaven's sake. Don't just chalk it up to, well, I'm just not that way. Well, Sally, you can, you can try. (laughs) Okay. We can all try to be better. Now, for better or worse, that's just how it is. Now, eventually, though, they are going to have friends that are a bigger influence to them than you are. So speaking of good friends, I have to talk about this movie that I recently watched. It's a cute Disney movie. It's called Ron's Gone Wrong. Oh, it's so good. It's it's about this. The world is in a place where these robots were just created. Um, They're like social media robots. They were created to help kids make friends. Um, but it's just, they're basically social media robots. Like they connect to the bubble network and the bee bots, um, talk to each other, share friends. They share pictures of their registered users with the other robots and the robots are like, Oh, we have the same interests. Our users should be friends. And it's literally a social media robot. And it was created with the intent to help kids, kids build connection. But then it says three months later, and everyone's just addicted to their bebot. Everyone's walking down the street talking, hey, streaming, what's up, guys? And the notifications are going off. Two friends have liked your video. Three friends have messaged you. Do, 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 do. You hear a kid in the background, only two messages? Aw. Like, you can already, like, feel the the robots, the social media taking over. Anyway, there's this main character. His name is Barney. He doesn't have a robot. His family's kind of poor. And he doesn't have a robot and it's his birthday. And so his dad wants to get him a robot. And so he goes in a back alley and he gets him a B-Bot. But this robot, it doesn't have any of the coding for like the social media network stuff, the trending stuff, all that, what, all that stuff it knows nothing about. It just has its basic protocols of trying to learn who an individual is. And so throughout this whole movie, Barney takes it upon himself to teach this robot how to be a friend. And they say it's a two-way street and it's beautiful because he trains this robot how to be friends. And there's a point in the movie where uh, where where they realize that he's not the lonely one. He thought he was lonely with no friends. And then he sees that he's not the lonely one because he sees all these miserable kids who care so much about the the analytics on their on their robot, the likes, the shares, the follows, all that stuff, and how horrible of a life they have because they're focusing so much on that. And, uh, you know, seeing how desperate Barney was to get friends, seeing how, how much he wanted to be accepted and to have friends, it it really brought out some emotions from my past that I hadn't felt in a, in a really long time. Um, you know, particularly I couldn't help but think about middle school, Nathan, little middle school, me back in sixth grade when, when a bunch of eighth and seventh graders grabbed me and threw me in the trash can. And I remember thinking, why does nobody care about me? Why am I not good enough for anybody? And then I remember in eighth grade when the the football team held me down while 
the other people would kick me in the groin. And I remember just thinking that no, no one's going to love me. No one cares. I, I'm worthless. And, and what's crazy is all I ever wanted was a friend. All I ever wanted was someone to stick up for me or someone to tell me that I mattered. And there's so many kids that are like that. The kids of today are no different. All we ever wanted was friends. That That's why this crazy social media experiment even exists is because we want friends. We want connection. We want people to see us. We want to be noticed. Now, the, the parallels in this movie... To, to, to real life were just crazy and, and spot on. Um, there's a moment in the movie I was telling you earlier that Barney sees all the people addicted to their bots and realizing how miserable and alone everyone is. And that's exactly what's going on right now. Everyone is so miserable and everyone's choosing to be miserable together. They're so scared about missing out. That's why they're always scrolling social media to see if anyone's doing anything and it ends up everyone does nothing together kids are feeling alone and they're doing nothing except scrolling on their phones i mean at the end of the day kids need connection they don't need robots they don't need screens they don't need social media they need connections they need human beings there, there's a part in this movie where uh, barney runs away to the woods with his robot because his robot is truly his friend and um, the the bad guy is trying to find the robot in the woods, and so they they chase the they chase our our heroes through the woods, and uh, and and Barney has an asthma attack, and and B, his B bot is his name's Ron. That's why it's called Ron's Gone Wrong. Um, he knows that Barney's dying, and so and he's low on battery, and and it's very touching. He he puts Barney on his back. And he starts wheeling him back into town, and and he uh, he he says he <laughs> must survive middle school, because <laughs> um, Barney said I need to survive middle school. I need friends. Anyway, so he he gets his kid back to back to society, and dumps him at the foot of some of his classmates who are looking for him, and and Ron is like I found some of your friends. And Barney, who's wheezing, he can barely even breathe. He's like, I'm sorry, guys. I know you're not my friends. He's just looking for someone to help. Like literally apologizing because because his robot said that these guys were their friends. And oh man, it made me think so much of how much I I just wished that someone would have seen me. And it makes me think even more of the people right now that just would have wished that someone would have seen them that someone would see them you know i in ninth grade uh about 15 people uh got on social media and told me i should go kill myself um each of them sent me an hour it was a message an hour for for about 5 hours from 15 people and so two or three times an hour my phone was going, my 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 ipod touch was going off saying with messages saying you should kill yourself and and I believed them that my life was worthless. And I credit the only reason that I survived school was because of the kind smiles that I got from people who didn't even know me. 
from people that I didn't think they even know I existed. But when I said hi, they would smile at me. That's what saved my life, guys. Connection. And that's what our kids kids need now more than ever. And so my, my question to you guys, in a world where everyone just wants a friend, how can you be a better friend to those around you? How can you be a better friend to those who might need one? Who's someone that you can stick up for? Who's someone that you can make feel seen and heard and loved? And I would, I would commend you to please go out and help that person. Please go out and find that person to serve because we all just want friends. And while you're at it, go, go watch Ron's Gone Wrong. It's amazing. I cried big bawling baby tears when I watched it. Um, it was fantastic. And, and I loved it because it shows just how much, just what our kids want. They just want friends. They just want connection. They didn't ask for social media addictions. They didn't ask for pornography addictions. They didn't ask for for predators and pedophiles and sexual predators to be on their case. They didn't ask for any of these things. All they asked for was to have some connection in their life. Social media was made with good intentions, but the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. You know, these tools, these smartphones, they are they're dangerous. And they are not for kids. All they do is make kids feel more worthless. All these, these, these social media apps do is make kids feel more isolated because they're not connecting with anyone in real life. Please get your kids off social media. Help them connect with real people. That's what's going to save them. Guys, this, our, our kids are amazing. And, and they need our help more than ever. So please, please find someone to serve. Um, you guys are amazing. Kids need friends. Kids need connection. And kids need good friends. Please don't, be, please don't allow people into your innermost circle who are going to abuse you. Please don't allow people into your innermost circle that are toxic. They're going to bleed you dry of all the positivity and light in your life. It's okay for you to be selfish with your time and who you choose to let into your innermost circle. Only have those people that are going to lift you up, not tear you down. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, you guys are all amazing. If you want me to get into your church school event or whatever it may be, please fill out the speaker form in the podcast description. And if you want your daily dose of positivity, make sure to look at me up on Instagram at bulliesbe.gone. Um, and always remember you are wonderful, you are worthy and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight second hug and we'll see you on the next one.